you didn't mince words this morning when you opened up the day. Has it lived up or down to your expectations so far? And the wild thing is I actually did mince words. There was a couple other things I, I, I could have used. Um, but, you know, I don't, I don't, regardless if things got better, they should have never been that bad in the first place uh, this morning. And that just looked totally irresponsible. And it made us, you know, look like we don't know what we're doing here in the state. And it was a result of some very poor decision making. Uh, but it was political decision making that, that led the day. And that's why we saw ourselves uh, in that light. That's why we see national coverage of, of long lines outside of polling locations. You know, uh, there were reporters from you know, New York Times, and other uh, outlets with natu- national reach who had people on the ground here in Wisconsin because they knew exactly what was going to happen if we held an election today. From the folks that you have talked to, and certainly what you've seen as well, um, let's try to describe this for people not in Wisconsin. What what are you seeing, and what are you hearing described to you? Yeah, people just are. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of people are just wondering, like, how can you even have an election? You know, folks reached out in the in the days prior and said, "What is going on? There's literally no way you can have an election. Are you all serious that an election is still going to take place?" Uh, so, you know. You, People laughed about Iowa and the caucuses, you know, but, you know, caucuses are, are, are a partisan thing. This is an actual election that's being administered, uh, you know, by, by, by the state of Wisconsin. And that's the real problem here uh, is that, you know, Governor Evers made his decision to issue the order yesterday uh, to try to postpone the election, uh, to, to, to cancel this one and, you know, move it to a later date. Uh, which, you know, in, in theory and in, in thought, it would be a little bit more safer to do that. Um, and right after that happened, Republicans rushed to the courts, to their friends in the courts. You know, I, I talk, you know, about, you know, courts being, you know, the fallacy of nonpartisan courts, uh, especially the highest courts, because they knew exactly who to run to, uh, to see their will be done. I'm, I'm imagining that you've talked to voters either uh, or, or have heard enough from voters who are in one of, uh, one of two camps. Either they stayed for the long wait uh, mm-hmm. or they didn't stay. They, they saw the lines or heard about the lines and, and didn't go. Uh, you can pick either one, but, but tell me about the, the voters that you've heard from or heard about who either have stuck through it all or said it wasn't worth their effort. Yeah, I've seen people, uh, the, the most people I've heard from are the ones who had an absentee ballot and took it to a drop-off uh, location. The, the ones that, that, you know, were able to, to do that early to try to get it out of the way. Haven't had a chance to talk to too many people who've waited in line. Uh, I've only seen what I, what's been online and with, you know, some people that I know who went, who've gone there or others who've gone to observe. And, you know, it's not the kind of scenario that you should ever, you know, you, you should want to see. And this is, this is explicit. This is an explicit uh, voter suppression tactic. You know, you go from, you know, 180 poll locations in, in Milwaukee down to five and expect, uh, and expect a free and fair election to take place. That's absurd. So not only is it that people are disillusioned, but they go right to being disenfranchised? Well, absolutely. People are to being disenfranchised. I mean, how can you expect, you know, I've seen, uh, you know, people online that talked about uh, not having received their ballots and they have a partner or, you know, or a spouse uh, who is immunocompromised and it is it would be irresponsible. They feel irresponsible to go out there to vote and come back home to their partner because they don't know uh, what may happen is we look at these, the cases of uh, asymptomatic transmissions. 
So it's putting a whole lot of people in jeopardy and folks are having to make some real hard decisions. People who've never missed an election before, people uh, who want to uh, participate in democracy. And you have a senior population too. A lot of folks uh, don't like to vote absentee. A lot of people like to, to show up to the polling location. You, know, you see your, your friends that, that work at the, uh, at the polling sites. Um, but understanding that this time will be a little bit different, uh, I, I think that uh, there was no fair accommodations made for those made for those people, and those who uh, requested a ballot who didn't even get one, because I've seen a lot of those stories. I mean, they're just being expected to to literally weather this uh, weather this storm and, and and go out there and, and risk it all to vote, and that is not a fair ask. I mean, you know, you talk about poll taxes. This is this is something that's totally different. Well, what we have seen over the past, just the past few days uh, from uh, folks in the, uh, on the Republican side of the legislature uh, includes sending a letter to the governor asking that churches and synagogues be open for Easter and Passover, a letter to the governor asking that golf courses be open, uh, certainly the continued comparisons to the flu and the continued pressure to get businesses reopened. Do you feel like despite all the headlines and the statistics, that there are still people in Wisconsin not taking this pandemic seriously. And oh, so absolutely. What, what is it that you want them to, to see or appreciate that, that they're not clearly seeing in, in their own zip code right now? There, there are a lot of people who are not taking this seriously. Uh, and, I, and I think that at this moment, it, this, this calls on us to not be selfish. I think so many people are giving up so much. And to think that, you know, a lot of folks feel like they're the only ones who are giving up anything, which couldn't be farther from the truth. Um, and, you know, even there are those who would like to open up their uh, religious institutions uh, for this for this coming week and weekend. Uh, but we do have uh, great partners, too. I host a, um, a, a weekly faith leaders call uh, just to keep them updated and to give them information so they can make informed decisions and also uh, get that information out to their parishioners. And we have the Wisconsin Council of Churches. We have Interfaith Council. We have Islamic Society. We have a uh, uh, number of Jewish groups who've come on board and have, uh, I, I believe if they didn't put it out today, they're putting it out soon, but a letter that is in support of the stay-at-home order, uh, a letter that is in support of, of not congregating in spite, uh, despite the fact that we are uh, approaching one of the highest uh, holy days across religion. And they get it. They want to be responsible. They, they know that they have to be responsible. It's not just them. It's entire congregations that could be put at risk, especially, uh, you know, you think about the number of elderly folks and people uh, with, with, with health issues, underlying health concerns that uh, could see a fatal outcome if they contract uh, COVID-19. It seems, though, that as striking an image as it is today to see all the lines of voters, the more striking, the longer lasting image maybe that refrigerated truck that has just been put outside of Sinai Aurora, yeah. uh, you know, near uh, parts of Milwaukee that have a, a, a higher percentage of the fatalities from the COVID outbreak so far, that had to strike you as something oh, to, to see that that potential temporary morgue was being set up. Yeah. Um, and that's the reality that we're dealing with. And we're, we're seeing health disparities. We're seeing income disparities. We're seeing, uh, you know, outcomes and or uh, people's environmental experiences we're seeing that all play out these these things all trend the same they all trend equally and the people who are being impacted uh are, are the same people who who get the worst of it every other time you know milwaukee's uh, black community the north side of milwaukee is is filling the is filling the crunch right now over half of the deaths at least as of yesterday 40 out of 77 of the deaths in our state were in milwaukee 
primarily concentrated in black community. Let's us, let us look at some of the people that are trying to uh, do something rather heroic uh, given the circumstances, and that would be the, the poll workers in those mm-hmm. five locations in Milwaukee and, and, and elsewhere. What, what do you have to say for those folks and their efforts? I want to give a sincere thank you to them and know that, uh, you know, this is not something I would have ever asked them to do. They, they did it anyway. And, you know, they should be, they should be thanked on end uh, for their heroism for their, their will to protect democracy. You know, people don't go out and work the poll just because it's fun, it's out of, it's out of a sense of duty, it's a, a sense of patriotism uh, that calls them to work, uh, to work the polls to make sure that people can exercise their right to vote. They should be thanked anyway, but to put themselves in, in harm's way as they are now uh, is something that's equally frustrating for me because they never should have had to do it. Last question, uh, moving on and moving forward from here, uh, what happens between now and November? Uh, what, what kind of message do you bring uh, taking off your official duties hat and putting on your Democratic candidate or Democratic Party hat, rather? Uh, what are you saying from what happened today moving all the way toward November? I say, remember who did this, you know, remember the fact that, you know, we stood up to try to ensure people's safety, uh, not just today and not just in this moment, but forever, uh, you know, throughout life. And it's the same people that denied 80,000 folks in Wisconsin uh, access to health insurance are the same people that are denying so many others uh, the right to vote, the ability to vote. Uh, There is one uh, party that made that happen. There's one party that sat comfortably with that happening. And, you know, I'm happy that I'm not a part of that one. Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes, it's been a pleasure having you on Up North News. Thank you so much for your time. All right. Thank you.